This episode of the Grown Ass Man Hip Hop Show is brought to you by BadMagics.com. BadMagics.com, more than just an online journal or a clothing line, BadMagics.com is a lifestyle brand dedicated to keeping you fresh from art to the music to the gear. BadMagics.com, shout out to the magic man. BadMagics.com, defenders of the true school. What it is and what it do, this your boy Lawrence G. And I am Joey Burnham. And this is the Grown, the grown Ass Man Hip Hop Show. Where we talk about love, life, and grown man shit. And everything in between. I got one question for the people who are listening to the show. Are you sharing the show? Do you love us that much that you'll share it with your friends and families and the people that you love and even the people that you hate? Are you sharing the show? This week, I'm going to just call out a listener and I'm just going to ask him to do us a favor and share the show. Frederick, my boy. Hey, man. Share the show with somebody, man. Tell them about the show, man. See, you know, you know, pass it along to them, man. Let's get some more listeners, man. Don't be selfish with this thing. We need listeners, man. You watch our back and we'll watch yours. You scratch ours and we'll scratch yours. That's what it's about. I don't want any men scratching my back. Yeah, that will be fucked up. That's a man love violation. I only want women. I fuck your bitch and you can fuck mine. Even trade. I don't I don't I don't want to do that either, but uh whatever Joe does in his life is on mm. him. I'm I'm an individual. You got to swap them out sometime. The ones that you don't love, at least. Not the ones you care about. You can't swap them Well, see, them when you're married, that's called swinging. Uh, well, I ain't talking about that. <laughs> so I, I'm not a swinger. Mm-hmm. I don't know if my wife would be down with that. I don't I don't know. So we're just going to skip over that part. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah. So we got some announcements for y'all. Um, the name of the Facebook page was changed to Fourth Coast Media. That's the number 4-T-H. Fourth coast media uh just because we couldn't promote certain things because you know facebook didn't like the grown-ass man hip-hop show they didn't like the word ass who doesn't like ass but anyway you know i digress from that and i also want to let y'all know that every friday at seven o'clock we're on the podcast radio network.net um hit us up on there uh, you can listen to us like i said every friday at seven o'clock just want to remind you guys that you um, don't necessarily have to listen to us on SoundCloud, although we would appreciate it. We are also on Google Play. So if you have an Android or anything like that, you can go to Google Play. Just go to the drop-down menu. They have a podcast section. Type in the Grown-Ass Man Hip Hop Show in the search engine. Scroll down to the bottom and subscribe and you'll be with us all the time you'll get notifications whenever a new show pops up um if you are listening to us on soundcloud please leave a comment below and share the show and so we've got soundcloud soundcloud we've got what else do we have the podcast network network the podcast radio network.net okay and Google and uh, Google Play. And Google Play. Google Play. If we still the working on iTunes, okay. iTunes is like iTunes is like that that snooty light skinned girl that everybody can get with except for you for some odd reason. So yeah, 
she's that chick. So I'm still I'm still working on it. She won't give me a number yet. Maybe it's the glasses. I don't know. But yeah, iTunes. If anybody can give me some help with the iTunes situation, I will I will gladly happily be appreciative because I can't offer you money. Um, but we do have an interesting show lined up for you guys. We noticed as we went back and listened to the shows that, you know, we ain't talked about music in a minute. You know, episode six was the first time we dove into the whole music conversation. So this week's show, we're actually going to talk about hip hop genres and how necessary or unnecessary they are. This is the Grown Ass Man Hip Hop Show. I'm Lawrence G. That's Joy Burnham. And we'll be right back. Joey Burnham, my Nika. What up, up, man? Hello. Yeah, man. Um, so, you know, we've been out about six weeks right now. We're about six episodes in, man, and we're getting a little bit of feedback, man. And so far, so good. I will say that uh, episode six, I caught a little flack for uh, being a Young Thug fan and comparing him to a, a saxophone player. Yeah, I disagree but, with you on that one. Yeah, you, uh, what's the word, vehemently disagree with me. Vehemently. Yeah, man. So, you know, last week on episode six, uh, we talked about, uh, for those of you that don't know, you can go back and listen to episode six. It's called Drake, Simp Whisperer, featuring our boy Jonathan Crane. He'd been on the last few episodes with us. But during that conversation, we uh, talked about how I like Young Thug and I um, defended Young Thug and I compared him to a saxophone player. And um uh, and people disagree. And people ass. disagree with me about that. Um, Saying that shit, blasphemer. But I'm going to stand on what I said because I really do feel like you can stand over there, nigga. Stand away from me. <laughs> but yeah, I'm gonna stand where I want to stand, man. I understand that Young Thug is not for everybody. I get that everybody's not a Young Thug fan. I'm not trying to convert you into being a Young Thug fan. I just know the reasons I like Young Thug. And, you know, I got a whole lot of crap for that. That's fine. I appreciate all the crap. Um, shout out to my boy, uh, Braden Craver, who gave me some crap. Hey, man, share the show. He gave me some crap for uh, saying his exact words to me were, uh, so you going to compare a saxophone player who studied at his craft for years to young thug? I was like, yeah. How really? fucking dare you? Yeah, I really mean that though. I'm not like really. How fucking dare you do that shit, Orange G? Man, look, I honestly here's my theory, and I wish that uh, if there are any saxophone players that are actually out there listening you right know, now, buddy, you're gonna get your ass whipped with a saxophone. <laughs> Kenny G is goddamn ready to get your ass as we speak. Listen, if there are any saxophone players out there, do me this favor: listen to a Young Thug song. Play his cadence over the saxophone and send it to me at Fourth Coast Media 2015 at gmail.com. I promise you, if you do that shit over a Young Thug instrumental, that shit gonna sound hard. Young Thug ain't shit like that. He ain't on their level. Any and everybody who disagree with Lawrence G, I'm with you. I'm riding with you. Send that nigga all your hate mail because <laughs> I agree with you. Now, send me the hate mail at I'm Lawrence G you got at right. Twitter. That's I am Lawrence G at Twitter. I was watching an episode of the Rock Norman show uh, with David Banner as the guest. And David Banner said he went overseas and he was ashamed 
because the image of black people that people see overseas is extremely negative and fucked up and coonish. I'm paraphrasing. And he said he stopped making that type of music because he was adding to that negative imagery. Young Thug is a coon ass nigga who will make you ashamed if you go overseas. Like if if people overseas judge us by what they see of America and that happens to be Young Thug, we're in fucking trouble. And I agree. And that's the imagery. Now I agree. Now let's talk now, about the music. Let me, let me keep you right there and say that. That ain't got shit to do with the music. Yes. Let's talk about the music. Yes. Can I talk about Young the music? Young Thug is a coon. Can I talk about I, the music? We can, you the category, we can categorize Young Thug as a coon. We can say that his image isn't popular for black people or the culture. That's it's popular. It's just, I just don't think it's not not popular. It's, it's not productive or good for the image of the culture. In some ways, it isn't. Yeah, uh, but um, I don't give a fuck. I like his music. I like the way it sounds. Um, it's fun, and at the end of the day, that's all I want to do is have fun. Excuse me, to Young Thug's music. That's all I want to do is have fun to it. One day, will I get tired of it? Yeah, that day probably coming pretty soon. One day will I get tired of him? Yeah, one day probably pretty soon. But for right now, I like what the nigga doing. Well, I respect your opinion, but I don't fuck with Young Thug. I don't like his music. I don't like his cadence. I like his beats and his hooks. But me being a boom bap, alternative, traditional hip hop, underground hip hop, nigga, I just can't get down with his music. I mean, he may be a good nigga in person when I meet him. But judging him based on his music and his imagery, I just don't rock with that. This is the Grown Ass Man Hip Hop Show. I am Lawrence G. And this is your boy, Joey Burnham. Yeah, man. And this week, you know, we're going to talk about um, hip hop genres and if they're necessary or unnecessary. Uh, and Joe, you had a very interesting experience when you walked into a actual uh, record store back in the day. Yes, children. We actually used to go and get to our music back in the day mm-hmm. and you just wanted to talk about the experience you had in that record store well yeah um a while back i was going to purchase the chino xl poison pen album and uh one of my favorite chino albums by the way and i went into a store that i won't mention and I had to find chino xl so here i am i'm thumbing through the cds in the cd hip-hop section and in order to get to Chino Excel, I had to go through Chingy and a lot and, you know, Chingy and um, Chinko Bling, whatever that dude's name is. And, you know, I had to go through a lot of artists that I don't particularly like to get to Chino Excel. Right. And the hip hop snob in me at that moment felt like hip hop is clumped together. Right. Because I would like separation. I would like there to be Chino in one area and everything related to Chino, the the, the real hip hop, the real lyricism, um, the underground rap, if you want to call it that, the skill based rap. That's its own genre. Right. 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 Whereas Chingy and artists like that are also in their own in genre. their own genre as well. And some people may agree or may disagree. And right then, at that moment, what I experienced was <laughs> I was really just being a hip-hop snob, and I didn't even want to see Chingy 
in the same vein, in the same category as a Chino XL. So as a hip hop snob, I was very offended. I don't feel like that as much now because music is music. But the question was raised. Do we need genres in hip hop? Yeah, and, and we do. And, and we, I would say, we have yeah, we need genres in hip-hop because for so many years, we've done a poor job of actually having genres in hip-hop. I mean, the best that that I've ever noticed that we've ever done is East Coast, West Coast, Midwest, and Down South. And that's just like throwing a blanket over it. And just that's not even genres. Those are just areas. And, and inside of those areas, you got different artists doing different things. And I think it's disrespectful to the culture. Not to have not to have genres and to bring an understanding of where you can go and find this artist or what this artist is because it's like you get thrown in two boats. You get thrown in. I hate that question. You listen to rap or you listen to hip hop? You know what I'm saying? Like those are two like those are two different things. And, and I get what they're saying, but in essence, rap is uh, one of the five pillars of hip hop. You know what I'm saying? And pop is just that, pop. You know what I'm saying? So it's like I really don't like the fact that in conversation you can throw Jay-Z next to Little John and and and, and, and it be looked at as the same thing when it's definitely not. Yeah. And um, in my mind, I've kind of put hip hop into different categories. That's why you hear us a lot talk about traditional trap and modern trap and stuff like that. That's because um, if you just pay attention to the uh, landscape, you can actually see where certain artists belong and that they're just and they shouldn't just be lumped into one certain thing. So what I'm going to do right now is I'm actually going to I want to just focus on the uh nine basic genres of hip-hop and go from there because in my opinion everything else is just a sub-genre and 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 we can talk about the sub-genres and the roots of these genres but when you get into the sub-genres you're really just splitting hairs and it because you can always it can always go back to like the main genre and let me and let me say this let let me acknowledge that Obviously, there are hip hop genres, right? You know, you have your genres and your sub genres. You have hardcore hip hop, which would be more traditional boom bap, right? Then you have gangster rap, which that would be the gangster shit, the guns, the drugs, the butter, all that. And <laughs> you have so you have your you have horrorcore, right? Which is you know the juggalos and brother lynch hung and the real gory type of stuff right necro so right. you have different genres of hip-hop then you have the hip-hop genres that the common man knows or the the, the average person fucks with which lawrence Jesus. yeah those are the ones that. i'm gonna focus on because um, i mean but the question is do we need these genres um are they good are they bad what's the pros what's the cons and really just there is no right or wrong in this conversation we're about to have today. It's just questioning the whole concept of genres. What's the purpose? What's the pros and what's the cons? Now, I'm going to say this. I think that genres, once again, are necessary for the consumer because 
hip hop gets thrown just into one bucket and it's all hip hop. There is a fundamental difference between Missy Elliott and Jean Grey. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it's unfair to take those two artists and just throw them in the hip hop bucket. And the only difference is is the the alpha the alphabet the alphabetizing of those artists. You know what I'm saying? So I think the genres are important for that because it makes it it, it shows respect to the culture. It also um, it, it can it, it unclutters the marketplace. It unconfuses the consumer. And like I said, it shows respect to certain artists. Now, artists might tell you, don't put me in a category, don't put me in a box. As an artist, your job is to be an artist. At the end of the day, you be an artist and you let the companies categorize you how they're going to categorize you because you, in order for you to be sold, I'm sorry, you have to be categorized. So you know so, you got to compare apples to apples and oranges to oranges in order for you to be recognized. So you say that genres not putting words in your mouth, but you think that genres are a marketing tool for the consumer. It yes. gives them a direction to throw their money. Yes, it gives them a direction to throw their money. It also it also stops stuff like this. It also stops. You ever been on the news and you hear an R&B singer do some being a little bit of controversy and the news anchor call him a rapper? But everybody else like like rapper Usher. Yeah. I you know what that. I'm saying? I, and it's I like that shit. And it's I like, no, that. Usher is an R&B artist just because he's black doesn't necessarily mean yeah. he's a I've, rapper. I've seen that a lot of times where. People who don't understand the culture will call any form of black music, black music rap. Like, but he doesn't know how to rap. I've heard Usher referred to as a rapper by uninformed people. I've heard Ray J uh, referred to as a rapper. I don't like, even refer to Ray J as a singer. So, <laughs> <laughs> so he damn sure don't need to be lumped. He, here's here's me piggybacking off of that. Here's my thing about that. There are some people that clump black music together. They don't respect black music enough. They don't like black music enough, especially new black music, to separate it. So instead of saying he's underground, he's conscious, he's gangster, he's this, he's that, it, it's offensive because it comes off as if they're saying, Oh, well, a a nigga is a nigga. Ain't no difference between that nigga and this nigga. They're all the same. They're all rappers. Exactly. And there is a fundamental difference between 50 Cent and Common. There's a a difference. You made a a reference to it. Missy Elliott and Gene Gray. They're both dope artists. Right. 50 Cent and Common. They're both dope artists. But it's a very respectful thing to do if you separate them. Right. Exactly. It's not about segregation. It's not about being pompous and separating. It's about saying, I respect your music enough to see the difference in what your uniqueness. Right. Exactly. That's what it's about. You're dope and you're unique. You're dope and you're unique. That's what it's about. It's about seeing the uniqueness in, in, in two different artists. And respecting that uniqueness, even if you don't get down with the music. And instead, about, instead of just saying, oh, let's rap, fuck it, it's all the same. I no, mean, because if we it's, did that to rock, if we did that to rock, uh, you know, people would be up in arms. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? If we took punk rock and we just threw it next to metal, we would be ridiculed. Oh, that's completely wrong. 
if we took folk and we put it next to blues or you know, blues rock or southern rock, it would be completely wrong and disrespectful. Which, again, let me go back to my story when I was in the um, store shopping for CDs. So, like I said, I'm in the hip-hop section. Do you want to explain to the children what CDs are? A CD is a round, circular disc that looks like a pancake. It has a hole in the middle. Any <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm shopping for CDs. I was going to get a Chino XL Poison Pen, and I noticed that there were only a couple. I can't really off the top of my head remember how many, but there were only a couple sections. You had rap. You had you had rap slash hip hop, rap slash R and B. You had some other shit, but it, it wasn't that many different genres and right. sections in the hip hop black music area. Um, young black music, obviously, you got old, you know, stuff like Marvin Gaye and all that. But they but, even they and even they got clumped together. They got kind of clumped together too. But um, I, I digress. My point is, when I went to the black section of music, the hip hop. Um, it was just pretty much under it, rap. And it, it, was it was just pretty much under two or three categories. Not a lot going on. I walked past the rock uh, uh, section and I see a I see death metal. I see soft rock. I see um, all these different genres. Punk they, rock, punk alternative rock, rock, alternative. Yeah. Because for some reason. That music is respected enough, and it should be, because a lot of that music is great. Um, I, I'm a fan of Tool. I'm a fan of uh, System of a Down. But anyway, a lot of that music is great. System of a Down got some good-ass breakbeats. They, they got some. If you, uh, if you, somebody was to sample a lot of System of a Down instrumentals, man, you come up with some good-ass beats, man. They got yeah. a lot of good breaks. Ramstein or Ramstein, if you want to pronounce it that way. But anyway, they're good, too. Um, but anyway, my point is, I was looking at the hip hop uh, section, didn't see that many categories. It was all lumped together. Right. I was looking at the rock, and it had like 12 different categories. And I, as a hip hop fan, I was jealous because it. I felt as if hip hop isn't seen as something unique with varying levels of depth and, 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 and art. Right. Whereas in the, in the rock, Everything is different. Everything is unique. He does this. He does that. She does this. Everything was separated in a very respectful way, and it really um, showed how unique the music is. Right. Hip-hop, to me, doesn't get that treatment as much. Okay, but let me ask you this question. Is it not getting that treatment by the labels, or is it not getting that treatment by the people who listen to hip-hop? See, that's that's the gray area. Um, some labels give it that respect. Some labels don't. Some fans give it that respect. Some fans don't. Again, like you just said, you have some artists that don't want to be put in a box. They see genres and hip-hop genres as a disrespectful thing because it fucks with the creativity. So I can see that. Um me personally, but uh, there, there are artists, there are artists in rock that probably feel that same way too. That's just like, man, I just want to create. I don't want to be put in this category. Fine, it ain't like I said. You make the content, 
and let the company put it in the category because at the end of the day, the consumer has to know where to go to get it and has to know what it is. A lot of people think that hip hop is stupid because they don't know what it is because it gets lumped in. Yeah. Uh, everything gets lumped in with what's going on on the radio. And what's and going on on the radio is different from what's going on on the internet. And what's going on on the internet is is is, is broken down in so many genres and sub-genres that it's unfair to put them all in the same place and say, oh, okay, Snoop Dogg is a rapper and and Killer Mike is a rapper and they do the same things and this genre is stupid. Yeah. Not saying that Snoop Dogg makes stupid music, but, and for some people, he probably does. And for some, that's what I'm saying. I was just coming from the aspect of a person who looks at rap like it's all dumb. Yeah, and, and I guess that day when I walked into that store to shop for CDs, that's what I felt. As a hip-hop fan, I felt like we are not all the same as hip-hoppers. We're not all the same as black people. Right. Um, so seeing Chingy in the same, because it was, it was categorized uh, by Alphabet. Now I'm going to ask you a very important question right here. What Chingy album was it? I forgot. Whatever mm-hmm. album was out around the see, I, you, that's <laughs> I don't fucking know. I can I can only name one Chingy album, and that's Jackpot. And I think that was like after he kind of not was popular anymore. It might have been fucking Jackpot. Even though I did like that Chingy song, um, what you doing, chilling at the holiday Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, that yeah, shit, yeah. I think Ludacris was on that shit. Yeah, too. Luda was on that. That shit was hard. Then he had um, Keisha Knight, Pulliam, ain't that her name in that video? Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Won't you roll with me? Who was singing that hook? Was it Jason Weaver? I have no idea who that was. Yeah, um, that shit was tight. Any fucking way. So maybe I do like Chingy. But my point is this. (laughs) My point is this. What Chino XL does, they, I'm not bashing, I'm not bashing Chingy. He's not my cup of tea. If you like Chingy, if you did like Chingy, you know, that's your thing. Thumbs up. Not disrespecting your taste. But for me, I'm disrespecting your taste. And that's what Lawrence G is doing. Like and, I, and I understand his opinion and I respect his opinion. That day when I walked in the store, I felt like there's a vast difference between what a Chingy does and what a Chino XL does. And I would like to be able to walk into a store and go straight to the section that I like. Right. And be able to just. OK, so where would you put Chingy? What, what, what category is he? Because is he underground? Is nope. He, is he battle? Is nope. he freestyle? Nope. What is he? I would say he's rap and R&B, which I like some rap R&B acts. Okay, so he's hip-hop and R&B. Yeah, he's so like what about Chino XL? Chino XL is more just traditional hip-hop boom bap. I would put him in that boom bap category. I would See, and that's where we come to difference. He's like boom bap, underground, traditional. He's kind of like those three all in one. But the one that stands out, I would say he's probably would, a little bit more boom bap. I would bap. put him in that freestyle battle rap category. But the music he makes is boom bap. Like there is, boom bap is a legitimate genre. It's a sub-genre, but boom bap is a legitimate genre of music that Chino XL fits into. Whereas battle rap, and again, we don't want to get into this convoluted conversation of genres and Zub genres because it's like 25 26 genres at least and it gets convoluted and that's a really hard discussion to okay have. so let me just narrow it down to the ones i want to talk about right mm-hmm. now the ones that i got right now 
are, of course, hip hop, which is a genre unto itself. And you'll understand. I know you're saying it's all hip hop, but hip hop is one genre inside many genres. That's the main genre. And then we've got classic hip hop, old school hip hop, traditional hip hop, alternative hip hop, hip hop and R and B, um, hip pop, which is you know the pop version of hip hop. Um, Modern trap and traditional trap. Those are the ones I'm going to focus on right now, and I'm going to do my best to kind of put them all in context, starting with um, hip-hop and R&B. Let's start right there with hip-hop and R&B, because there's a lot of conversation going on right now that hip-hop is dead. I'm going to just come flat out and say right now that a little bit you're being tricked with the wording in that, because when you go to your radio station and they say, blah, 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 where hip-hop lives, hip-hop and R&B, that's a genre. It's not hip-hop and R&B, it's hip-hop and R&B. It's all one thing. And to give you an example of what hip-hop and R&B is, Drake is a good example of what hip-hop and R&B is. Hip-hop and R&B are rappers that sing over R&B beats and singers that sing over rap, rap beats. beats. You know what I'm saying? Or it's some it's, kind of fusion. It's, it's some kind of fusion, like Fetty Wap, Drake. Yeah. Um, who else would be in there? Dej Loaf. Uh, um, uh, what's his name? Mac Wilds would be. He would actually be in that hip hop and R&B. Tory Lanez, Bryson Tiller. Those guys are hip hop and R&B. That is what is. Because it's the fusion of those two music. Right. It's not together. separate. When you hear Musics, that, don't think music. of it as separate. It's th- th- those are together because if you listen to the radio, they're playing a fusion of what that music is. They're not giving you one rap song, then an R&B song. They're giving you a fusion of the two, and then they might later on separate them, but they always come back to that fusion. So I say that because if you're listening to the radio and you think that that is the all of hip-hop, then you are completely misguided. That's not the everything that hip-hop is offering. That is everything that's being presented in the name of hip-hop now when we go to the genre of hip-hop it gets a little tricky right here hip-hop is more than what you hear on the radio exactly popular radio top 40 top 40 radio which i like a lot of it it, i like i like bryson tiller i like drake i like uh you know uh tory lanes i like that music but hip-hop is more than what you hear on the radio Okay, now let's go to hip-hop, not just as a representation of the culture, but the actual musical genre of hip-hop. Now, we go into hip-hop, and in my opinion, and this is where Joe might differ, I'm also going to say, and this gets tricky because in this genre, in this particular genre, you got artists that kind of float between... It's like their music is poppy enough to be on the radio. It's R&B enough to be on the hip-hop R&B station, but it's hard enough to just be considered hip-hop. And artists that I think do that would be J. Cole, Kendrick Lamar, Jay-Z, uh, Wale. You know what I'm saying? Guys like that who they do, their music, it, it covers it blends hip-hop and R&B and hip-hop. Now it's predominantly hip-hop, but it gets put on those hip hop and R and B stations. Yeah, and you know pop. Right. Some people would even call it pop. Eminem has those qualities where he could be a traditional MC. Right. Or his music appeals to to traditional MCs. 
Then he makes a song like um, I Love the Way I You love Lie. I was just thinking with Love the Way Rihanna, You Lie. And that song crosses over Straight into pop. Like a pop type. And then you also hear it on the hip hop. And that's a perfect example because it's an MC who's doing a hip hop and R&B song. It's 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 a rapper on an R and B style hook with on a with an R and B style beat on a hip hop and R and B station, and it's also going pop. Mm-hmm. Now, since you talked about pop, now we can talk about the hip hop section, which is just that it's pop music. It's 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 rap music with a pop twist. Nelly, Nelly, uh, Pitbull. Uh, flow definitely flow rider, Iggy uh, the black eyed peas, Iggy Azalea. Um, so flow rider is nice, flow rider. Yeah, flow rider. Now, 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 I'm not saying that any of these artists are whack because flow rider is nice, it's just that he does a particular kind spit. of hip hop. Pitbull does a particular kind of hip hop, it's normally going to be that vanilla sounding. Four on the floor, up tempo party music, and I'm sorry to say it, mostly white people bump it. Yeah. <laughs> and it's a lot of money in those it, type of lanes because exactly. white people fuck because with it. Because white people fuck with it. A genre, going back to what you said, going back to what you said, a genre, it gives an artist a niche right. or a niche. It gives an artist a direction to musically go in. And get that money. Because now the artist can walk into the studio and say, this is the type of music I make. This is the type of music I will make. And this is the lane I'm going to stay in. And I'm going to get money in this hip-hop lane. Right. Or I'm going to get money in this underground lane. It it sections things off and makes it easy for uh, people to kind of narrow down their creativity. And get some money out of it. because money, Which that's the good thing about it. Right. Because here's a fun, interesting fun fact. Pitbull was a battle rapper. Yeah. Pitbull actually came from the freestyle battle rap genre and saw he wasn't going too many places there. So then he and went then over. And found his niche. And then he found his niche. The, he found his niche and helped pop. On the way there, he went through crunk. <laughs> and uh, he went through crunk and he went through dance music in order to get to the hip pop, H I P P O P, hip pop mm-hmm. era, to the uh, hip hop genre. I mean, so yeah, I mean, and, um, and then following that, um, let's talk about alternative. Uh, just for to- just for uh, conversational purposes, I'm going to call it underground slash alternative. Now, if you really want better hip-hop if you really want substance in your music this is the section that you need to be going in this is the section that gets uh that gets overlooked and this is the section that people say that they want but they can't find because it's predominantly on the internet because we once again we keep going to hip-hop and r&b for these kind of artists but they're never going to play these kind of artists on the radio Every now and then, one might slide through if he puts a little pop twist to his music. But for the most part, you're not going to find these artists on the radio. This is the alternative underground genre of hip-hop. Hardcore rap. Like, which and when is, I say hardcore rap, there's a difference between gangster rap and hardcore rap. Hardcore rap is basically that really gritty traditional stereotypical boom bap hip hop mop mop would be hardcore hip hop um mop would be hardcore hip hop but um 
Gangstar would also Gangsta. be hard. Well, I would put them more in traditional. But they're hardcore hip-hop. I'm, I'm saying that's a real... Hardcore hip-hop is a real genre that consists of hardcore hip-hop. Now, when I, when I, when See, I think of hardcore hip-hop... Value. You're thinking gangster. No, no, listen, when I hear hardcore hip-hop, see, this is why it can get kind of convoluted. Convoluted. But because when I say hardcore hip-hop, I think of artists like M.O.P., Onyx, the Snow Goons. I even think of the Wu-Tang Clan as hardcore hip-hop. I think of uh, Mob Deep as hardcore Mm hip-hop. To me, hardcore hip-hop is strictly an East Coast thing. It is East Coast gangster rap. Mm-hmm. It, it it's it's his own thing within itself. So that's when you when I think of hardcore hip hop, I think of that which can come under the underground category. But the alternative, uh, the underground alternative category that I want to talk about right now, their music is a little bit more experimental. Yes, and hardcore hip hop is originally from New York City. Yeah, exactly. So I want to talk about because alternative hip hop is just a little bit more experimental. And it's uh, like a great example of a few uh, underground alternative rappers would be Run the Jewels, Killer Mike and LP, uh, Tech Nine, Danny Brown. Uh, let's see. Um, Hell, Run DMC, they've been credited as the first hardcore hip hop group. But yeah, hardcore hip hop to me is a New York thing. You know what I'm saying? Um, so, yeah, it's, you know, artists like that, who else can we put in that alternative hip hop? Um, Lupe Fiasco would be in that alternative hip hop lane. Uh, K- Kendrick dabbles in that lane a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Underground alternative lane is definitely artists that bend and push the culture. Um, and then right next to that, you got the experimental hip hop lane, which would be guys like the Def Grips, Aesop Rock. Who, who else would be in that category? What category would you place MF Doom? MF Doom would be in that experimental category. What What's the one you said before that? Uh, alternative. I think he's both. I think he's alternative. There was somebody. I mean, like I said, you know, it's some artists that kind of dabble in, in in both. But I would put him more in the experimental hip hop lane with the Def Grips. And uh, ASAP Rock and uh, Mad Lib, and uh, you know guys like that. I think Black Alicious. Black Alicious. Black Alicious. They in the uh, they art. have pop elements. They have alternative. They have experimental, and a lot of genres. That's why it gets so difficult. That's why it's a gray area with this genre thing because some artists exist in multiple genres and but some see, genres have multiple influences and fusions but see right now what i'm doing is i'm just like everybody has a home base mm-hmm. and everybody has a place where they start and they, everybody steals from everything and everybody's got a little bit of pop and funk and r&b and this and that but at the end of the day it's how you take those elements and cook it up and guys like black Alicious and mad live and asap rock and mf doom they cook theirs up a little bit different, and they go into the experimental lane. And guys like Run the Jewels and uh, Danny Brown and Tech Nine and Lupe a little bit, they go into that alternative underground. And lane. that's more of the music I tend to like. Right. That's more of the music that um, people want but don't know where to go get it. And let, let me say this. With traditional, and I'm going to speak in very stereotypical broad stroke terms traditional mainstream hip-hop as good as it is they can't take as many risks because they have financial backers 
they have more restraints. They have more things holding them back. People study what the fans want to hear and study what appeals to people and algorithms. And they study the science of music in the mainstream and they kind of cookie cut and mold a specific type of music and package it to a specific person or at least the masses. Right. So it's really produced and packaged. Right. Exactly. And just like any packaged and produced product, you have to study what the consumer wants. Right. Give the consumer what they want. That's typically what mainstream music does. And a lot of music is good when it comes out like that. And then you have some music that is. In in my opinion. But the mainstream, excuse me, the underground, I hate to cut you off, but the underground, while I like it, it's because it's, it's the total opposite of what I just said. Underground music, they can pretty much take risks. They can do what they want to do. They can say what they want to say. They can push the envelope without being dropped from their label. Exactly. They don't. And have it's to, not necessarily about album sales. And it's not. They don't really. Underground artists don't have the same responsibility or the same pressure. That's a better right, word. Right. Right. Underground artists don't have the same pressure to sell music. Right. As much as a mainstream artist. So an underground alternative. Um, experimental type of guy, like you just said, they have the opportunity to sit down and create music from a genuine, authentic place, and they can think about the creativity of it first, right? And selling second, right? In All the right. mainstream, it's about selling first, and creativity is somewhere else further down the line. And there's also an interesting thing about the underground, the the underground alternative lane, that underground alternative genre, I should say. Kind of, sort of, is the yellow brick road to pop success, yeah. to that mainstream success. Because you have a lot of artists that kind of dance on that line in order to get more looks. You have artists like Chance the Rapper who kind of balance in the middle mm-hmm. where, where, where they can still be underground as far as their movement and as far as how they market their music and as far as how they present their music and still have a mainstream sound. You know, Action Bronson is the Action same way. Bronson is that kind of guy who he 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 he's more over there in that boom bap lane, which we'll talk about in a minute. But he can actually dance on that underground yellow brick road too. Yeah. Um, yeah and now we're gonna move over to traditional hip hop, mainstream underground. And I'm going backwards for uh, if just in case you guys are wondering. But a uh, traditional hip hop would be Tupac, Biggie, Rakim. Jay-Z has roots in that lane. Um, once again, he's an artist that kind of covers more than one genre. Just His catalog is just that big, and he can do... You got certain artists that can just, just kind of flip all over the place as far as being in that lane. And so, like I said, that's Tupac, Biggie, uh, Jay-Z kind of at the bottom of the list, Rakim, KRS-One. Um, who else would you put over in that lane? Hmm. Well, the word traditional... I don't really know if I necessarily agree with that word, but I get what you're saying. You're talking about those guys that pretty much give you straight forward hip hop. Right. Exactly. Still creative, still unique. It's not the most experimental, but it's still brave. Right. And I'm going to tell you why I call it traditional hip hop. I call it traditional hip hop now because it's been branded with the name since the 90s boom bap hip hop. 
and you got artists like Static Selector and Joey Badass. Uh, you got guys like that, Action Bronson, who actually do boom bap hip hop that is a throwback to the traditional uh, golden era sound of the 90s. So that's why I call that traditional hip hop. Now we're into the modern boom bap era. Mm-hmm. So that's why I call that traditional boom bap. And yeah. then right before that, you had old school. Now the old school is um, Run DMC, Curtis Blow, the Fat Boys, and guys like that, which would be completely separate from the uh, classic hip hop era, which would be Busy B, Grandmaster Flash, and the Furious Five, uh, the Treacherous Three, and, and guys like that. That's more of the foundation of, of what hip hop is, and it's older than 20 years it's almost 40 years old so i i I call that classic hip-hop well let me ask you this what would be your favorite genre of hip-hop um my favorite genre of hip-hop probably would be underground alternative yeah my favorite my favorite i have multiple but off the top of my head my favorite would be boom bap yeah see i'm not a boom bap guy because it can, cause boom bap to me can be a little bit boring. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm more of a I'm more of an alternative guy because they tend to uh, do a little bit more as far as instrumental wise and subject matter wise. Now, don't get me wrong; I think that Static Selector is very slept on. I think that he's a great producer, but he definitely does boom bap. As a matter of fact, Two Chains and Static Selector got a song out right now. That junk is hard, but. I can only listen to so much boom bap before I'm like, okay, let's get on my yeah, Kanye West, um, he would be considered a little boom bap, a little alternative, a little a lot experimental. Right, exactly. Yeah. Once again, one of them artists that can cover that covers three or four genres. It covers three or four different lanes. He 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 covers uh, alternative. He covers boom bap. He covers pop. He covers hip hop. Yep. He covers hip hop and R and B. He covers uh, almost damn near everything except for uh, hardcore. And he's done that. Really? You know. With what? With what song? That song, um, you know the shit is fucking ridiculous. Yeah, fucking ridiculous. I'm going to put that underground. I'm not going to put that hardcore. I'm going to put that underground. If M.O.P. is hardcore, that particular song was hardcore. But not necessarily his verses, but the the vibe and the feel. But I understand what you're saying. Yeah, I'm going to put that more like hip underground. Because once again, it's on that train. It's on that yellow big road to uh, hip-hop and R&B. Mm-hmm. It's, it, it definitely gets him that mainstream acceptance. So do you like the concept? I'm going to ask Lawrence G., the artist, how do you feel about hip-hop genres? Um, I like hip-hop genres. As an artist. As an artist, I like them because I want you to know where to go to get my music. So now I'm going to ask Lawrence G., the consumer, how do you feel about these genres? Um, I can't separate the two. I can't. So as a consumer, do you care? As a consumer, yeah, I care. But, but, but see, I, because once again, it, it just it unconfuses the marketplace. So I can't really separate the two because I think about it the same way because I don't look at music like I'm not the average uh, Joe when it comes to buying music. You know what I'm saying? Now ask me those questions. Now, as an artist, do you care about genres? Thank you for asking me the question. I feel interviewed. <laughs> um, as an artist, I don't, when I go through my creative process of creating a song, I do not give a fuck about genre. 
I don't think about genre because I just want to put out some dope shit over a tight beat that makes people think and get some kind of emotion and evokes some type of feel. So right, when I right. go through the creative process, the last thing on my mind is, is it hip hop? Is it hardcore? Is it underground? Is it conscious? Is it gangster? I don't give a fuck about nothing. Once of that. again, that's not your job. Your job is to make music. So to answer your question, as an artist, I don't care. And it can hinder you if you think about it too much because I just want to create. Yeah, as an artist, you shouldn't think about it. And as an artist, as a, I'm going to say this, as an artist, you know your taste in, these mu- in, 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 this, in music. You know what you want to create. And whether you know it or not, you've already labeled yourself. Now ask me. As a consumer, do I care about genres? <laughs> As a consumer, do you care about genres? Well, since you bring it up, <laughs> uh, it's crazy you say that because as a consumer, I don't give a fuck about genres because it's too confusing. It, it's too much for my brain as a confuser, as a uh, consumer, a confuser. I'm a confuser. As a consumer, it's confusing and it's too much for my brain. I don't care if it's alternative. I don't care. If it's um, hardcore, if it's hip hop, if it's boom bap, if it's house. But when you walk into a record store or you go on a certain site and everything is categorized, you would care then because you would know where to go. Or let's say you walk into a record store like people really really still walk into record stores anymore. That's a good point. When I'm listening to the radio, that, that is a good point. So let me answer it this way. As an individual consumer... I don't really care as long as it's good. Right, 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 right. But you raised a good point because I can definitely see, and I have been in situations where I needed a direction to go. Right. Because when I'm looking for music, I'm going to the boom bap, boom bap section. I'm going to the hardcore section. I'm going to the hip-hop section. I'm not going straight to R&B and hip-hop. I'm not going to alternative Unnecessarily, I'm going straight to the boom bap because that's my lane as a consumer. So, yeah, it gives you somewhere to go. And as a consumer, as confusing as it can be, which the confusion will be a con as a consumer. But the pros of it as a consumer would be you get to go straight to your house of music. You get to go directly to what you want. And that's a good thing. Yeah, exactly. Like I said, once again, as an artist... I don't think an artist should worry about what kind of music they make. That's a good point. I think that an artist should just make music because at the end of the day, I'm saying it again, at the end of the day, you make a certain kind of music whether you want to admit it or not. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's like all this, uh, I don't have a genre, I don't want to be held back bullshit. I'm sorry. you. Uh, Drake is hip-hop and R&B. Uh, Tory, whether he likes it or not. Whether he likes it or not, he's hip-hop and R&B. Uh, Tory Lanez is hip-hop and R&B. Bryson Tiller is hip-hop and R&B. It's Matt, uh, uh, Rico Love is more R&B than hip-hop. You know what I'm saying? It's like all these Joey artists. Joey Badass and his clique boom back. They boom back right. Like it or not. They're, tra- they're boom bap rap because they harken back to the days of traditional hip hop. Now the pro era. You don't have to. You don't have to like it, but you. But as an artist, you do it naturally anyway. Yeah. So what you are just comes out. It just comes out because your and influences. Let the people categorize it. Right. Let the people categorize it, and it's also better for your pocket. 
if the artist, if you let the labels or the people categorize you. More, more so, I think it's up to the labels to show respect to the culture to say this is this kind of rap. Because then, on a deeper level, then you can have different radio stations. Then you can have different hip hop radio stations. You can have a hip hop and R and B radio station. You got metal. You got metal stations. You got pop stations. You got country stations. You got punk stations. You got you know folk rock stations. You should be able to have an alternative hip hop station. You should be able to have a hip hop and R and B station. You should be able to have a boom bap hip hop station, a pop hop station. All these and and then once again the marketplace knows where to go to get what kind of music they want and it's just not lumped into all this bullshit. So again, you would say that this musical construct, these genres, um, it's a very good thing for the consumer because yeah. it gives them a direction to go. Exactly. And 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 if with the direction to go, you don't have these conversations like hip hop is dead. You know, like we once again, we are in a we we are in a very good place in hip hop. But if you're too lazy to turn off the radio and, and and you know do a little Google searching or ask ask somebody where to go, then you lost and you lazy because hip hop is not on the hip hop and R and B station. When you turn on the radio, you're going to get the hip hop and R and B genre. So would you say that? the whole concept of genres is good is it a bad thing or is it just a moot point i think it's a good thing i think that i think it's a good thing and i think it needs to be pushed more i think that there needs to be an initiative for genres to be defined inside of the hip-hop culture so that we can clear up the confusion it would help it, it would help as far as radio play radio station it would even help as far as the grammys you know what I'm saying? It would it would clear up all the bullshit categories. You probably would get more artists that the, who are more deserving of certain Grammys to get certain Grammys. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Um, well, peep this, right? So we talked about the musical aspects of genres and how it pertains to being an artist and a consumer. But now let's talk about what it means in terms of black people and black music because hip-hop is a black thing of course chinese people and white people do it everybody's allowed into the house of hip-hop right. but it's pretty much a black thing it's our music that we allow other people to come into right another conversation for another time so let's talk about that side of the racial side of it do you think that black music gets clumped together hell yeah Hell yeah, black music gets clumped together. And what's wrong with it being clumped together? It's it's not it's I don't I don't want to use the word fair, but it ain't fair that black music gets clumped together because black people do more than just uh rap. They do more than just R and B. They do more than just one thing. They do more than talk about bitches and hoes they, and blunts. Yeah, they 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 do more than talk about bitches, hoes and blunts and and once again, it's completely unfair for you to call Lupe Fiasco a gangster rapper. It's unfair for you to call Common uh uh who's a conscious rapper basically call him a terrorist. <laughs> and I also think it's unfair to call Young Thug a hip hopper. And he should be in his own category. But once again, it all goes up under the hip-hop category, just like all rock goes up under the rock category, but then you get into your own lanes. So, okay, you don't want to call him hip-hop? Fine, he's trap. 
that's he's that's fine. But he's over here in this lane with the Migos. He's over here with Gucci. He's over here with Kevin Gates. He's over here with uh, 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 Manolo Rose. He's over here with designer. He's in the trap lane. Well, Lawrence G and I, aside from this show, we also rap. Yeah. And because I rap, I have a lot of hip hop stories. Uh-huh. But the story I'm going to tell today uh, is a story where I have told, and I'm not even going to tell a particular story. I'm just going to say some shit in general. Mm-hmm. I've had several situations where I've told people, oh, and by the way, I rap. Right. And they turn their nose up at me. Right. Or I've had situations where I say, by the way, I rap. And then they make the comment, well, I don't listen to hip hop. Right. Or even worse, I've had situations where I said, you know what? I, I rap. You know, I'm, I'm a hip hopper. And I've had people respond by saying, um, well, I don't I don't like that stuff. People I've had people respond negatively to me telling them that I rap because they're listening to what's on. They're associating you with so on the radio because they're associating me with what they hear. They're associating me with the bad stigma of rap because no pun intended rap gets a bad rap and they're clumping all of this music together right that's on one hand why i feel we need genres i feel we need genres so when i say i rap i would love for somebody to say oh what what kind of rap do you make instead of their brain immediately going to misogyny and blunts and all Is that shit you next to gucci man yeah when i tell people i rap i might as well be the worst i might as well be scum of the earth right whereas if you tell somebody you're a doctor if you tell somebody you're a teacher hell if you tell somebody you you do rock then they want to know what kind of guitar you play they get interested they want, they want to know what's going they want to know what kind of rock you do where you play at and all that shit you know so that stuff doesn't have a stigma so negatively attached to it the way that hip-hop does and sometimes i'm ashamed to tell people i rap because i already know what they think you know um i hate the question what kind of rap you do but that's a genre though Um, but no but it's like do you do hip-hop or do you do rap i mean if we generally speaking i do hip-hop i just have to be a rapper well some people now you want me to be specific? Specific? I call my brand of music main, not the mainstream, but the underground. It would sit right there on the underground, uh, Yellow Brick Road. Well, some and people, I would I would tell people that my actually my style of music is blue collar hip hop. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You know, some people would say, and I heard KRS One say this, that hip hop is the culture, rap is what you do, right? That's what I agree with. That's what I said. Then you have some people that say hip hop is one genre and rap is another genre. Right. I would also agree with that on the same token. Um, but let's talk about it as genres. Let's talk about hip hop is run one genre and rap is another genre. Um, I lean more toward the hip hop side of things more than I do rap. I like hip-hop more than I do rap. What's the difference, someone might ask? Hip-hop is traditionally 
more artsy fartsy. It's 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 deeper. It's more lyrical. It has better content. It's the health food of the industry, whereas rap would be more of your fast food. Fast food. With that being said, you have people that can do both. Jay Z would be a rapper and a hip hopper. Ti is a rapper and a hip hopper. Um, but it takes a certain level of talent. But it takes a certain to level to be able to, to balance both. across both. Um, Young Thug is just a rapper, right? He's just trap. Chino XL is just a hip hopper. Could he rap? Probably so. And let me say this, piggybacking on my own shit, because I'm biased toward hip hop. I believe that hip hoppers can rap, but not all rappers can do hip hop. Oh no, you're absolutely right about that. Because Jay Z could do what a lesser artist can do, but a lesser artist can't do what Jay can do. Right, exactly. Like you said, it's a certain ta- talent level that can exist in both realms. Right. I like hip hop. And um, yeah, sometimes I get ashamed to tell people I do hip hop because they have this negative connotation that goes with it. And one day I would like to be able to tell somebody with my chest out and my chin up, I, I make hip hop. And I would like in a dream world, I would like people to respond positively and say, well, good for you. You're making the good stuff. <laughs> exactly. That don't happen. I tell somebody I do hip hop and they want me to get away from them. They because go, oh, they... get away from me. You're going to sell my kid crack. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and I might if, if he, you know, if the money's right. <laughs> but that doesn't mean I don't make socially conscious and responsible. I do sell crack. You know. But, man, we're getting ready to wrap this thing up, man. It's about time to breeze up out of here. Um, so what do we take away from the whole thing? I think what we take away from the whole thing is find the music you like and support it and roll with it, whether it's hardcore, whether it's boom bap, whether it's rap and R&B, hip-hop and R&B. Hey, if you like country music, at the end of the day, music is for us to digest and enjoy. Who gives a fuck about genres? Who gives a fuck about any of this shit? Just roll with what you like. And I take away from it that genres are important and that the uh, taste makers of the culture need to make making genres in the culture of hip hop a priority. And one more thing. Don't paint everything with a broad brush. Right. Listen to it before you bash it. Right. Don't just say, I don't like country music. If you ain't never fucked with it, how you going to say that? Well, you going to listen to some Young Thug? I have. And I don't like it. Oh, okay. As long as you listen to <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, you got to listen to it first and then come back and say if <laughs> right. you do or don't like it. Right, okay. Don't paint shit with a broad brush. Don't bash it because it's new. Listen to it. Figure it out. And if you still walk away saying you don't like it, thumbs that's, up. That's awesome. That's what you're supposed to do with music. So fuck genres. Listen to what you want to listen to. But don't be closed-minded. And I say we need genres. Let's make some genres. Let's make the game make sense so that people can stop saying dumb shit like the game is dead and show them where they need to go. And on that note, I am Lawrence G. And I am Joey Burnham. This is the Grown Ass Man Hip Hop Show. Yes, and like is. we say up always about this time, look, don't go out there and do no dumb shit. Because <laughs> grown ass men do grown, grown man shit. shit. And we out. This is a Fourth Coast Media production. The Grown Ass Man Hip Hop Show is brought to you by Fourth Coast Media, produced by Lawrence Tremell, and recorded at Fourth Coast Studios. Fourth Coast?